0: I go into my library and all history unrolls before me. Alexander Smith. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast. Where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend i'm paul and we spent the last few episodes looking at myths about historical figures as important as this is it's equally important to look at the true facts as well as the myths for example back before we had fancy counterfeit detecting pins the way you learned to identify a fake bill was to handle actual real bills so much that you could instantly identify a counterfeit one. It can be the same with history. While we need to correct myths and revisions, we also absolutely need to spend time learning true history. And one of the best ways to do this is by reading good books on history. So in today's episode, I offer five titles you definitely should add to your reading list. The books in this list cover a wide swath of history. And I've read all of the ones here, or in a few cases, I'm still in the process of finishing them. So with that lengthy intro out of the way, here are five books you should pick up the next time you're in a bookstore. Number one, The Guns of August by Barbara Tuckman. This is the best book ever written on the causes and early days of World War I by the preeminent historical writer of the 20th century. The Guns of August is a Pulitzer Prize-winning book that reads like a fast-paced novel. Now, if you want to learn about the later years of the war, you'll obviously need to read other books, but Tuckman covers probably the most important and least understood aspects of the Great War and does it in a way that holds your attention from the first page to the last. Number two, Battle Cry of Freedom by James McPherson. By some estimates, more books have been written about the Civil War than any other conflict in American history. There's no small feat given the broad scope of World War II or the formative importance of the Revolutionary War. I myself first read Battle Cry of Freedom more than 20 years ago, and it remains by far the best one-volume history of the Civil War. Shelby Foote's account is a close second for me, but he took three volumes. It's a hefty book, but well worth the time. As it covers not only the major battles and the key players, but also a look at the politics of the war, its causes, an important subject even today, and the aftermath. If you're not interested in the Civil War, you will be after reading this book. Number three, Peter the Great by Robert K. Massey. This is one I read back in college, and Massey knows his stuff when it comes to Russian history. His biography of Catherine the Great is probably better known. But for me, his biography of Peter is his crowning achievement. It's another big book. But Peter was a big guy. He was six foot eight at a time when the average height was around five foot seven. And as Massey shows, Peter towered over both his contemporaries and Europe of the late 17th and early 18th centuries. The book gives not only a full history of Russia, but also of its relationship with the West and how Peter dragged his then backward nation into the modern age. It's a crucial book for understanding not only a giant of world history, but of grasping Russia and its worldview today. Number four, Spain in our hearts, Americans in the Spanish Civil War, 1936 to 1939 by Adam Hochschild. I put this book on the list not just because it's gripping history, because it covers one of the least known and least understood wars in modern history, the effects of which are felt in Spain to this very day. The beauty of Hochschild's book is that while covering all of the confusing aspects of the war, it can sometimes be hard to keep track of who was on which side when, he makes it accessible, especially to American readers. He does this by describing the roles and views of people we do know, from Ernest Hemingway to George Orwell to John Dos Passos. It's a captivating account of a conflict that, beyond its impact on Spain, was in effect a dress rehearsal for World War II, with Hitler, Mussolini, and Stalin all sending both troops and new cutting-edge weapons into the fray. And unlike many history books, it handles the human aspect of the conflict, the people involved, in a moving, and memorable way. Number five, Witness to Hope, the biography of Pope John Paul II by George Weigel. Whether you're Catholic, Protestant, Buddhist, or of no religion whatsoever, if you love history, you can't deny the impact that Pope John Paul II had on the world in the 20th century. Though he himself dismissed such claims, He's widely seen as a catalyst for the fall of communism in Europe, a view Weigel shares. This biography is no mere hagiography, however, and Weigel deftly weaves John Paul's personal history as a pole under both Nazi and communist occupation, with a fine history of the time itself. We get the politics of the time as well, something John Paul had to navigate as he led a one-billion-member, 2,000-year-old church. He was a giant of a man who has rightly been named a saint and knowing him and his time is critical for us today so those are my top five books on history that you must read but for those adventurous types or those who just read fast here are five more titles to check out black hawk down by mark bowden about the conflict in somalia isaac storm by Eric Larson about the 1900 hurricane that destroyed Galveston Band of Brothers by Stephen Ambrose which was turned into an excellent HBO series Europe, A History by Norman Davies and All the President's Men by Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein Well that's our episode for today Have a great day and happy reading Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.